Good afternoon. You're listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson, and today's sermon is on Attitudes of Yah, What Does Forehead, Heart, Hear, and Ear Mean? This is in Ezekiel chapter 3, 7-10 breakdown. As always, in the description box of this podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears ministry. We may know these terms, ear, heart, forehead, because we learn them as a toddler. I know I used to take my daughters and have them point to my nose, eyes, or mouth and ask them where theirs were, teaching them their body parts, how they function, and the names were important for their growth. Knowing how Abba Yah uses them is just as important, if not more important, for our own spiritual growth and well-being. The Bible talks about our foreheads, hearts, minds, ears, and hearing all the time. But what is each function of these body parts? What does each of these words really mean? We will look at Ezekiel 3 for answers and other supporting verses to back each definition up. This way we can be clear as to what Abba Yah does, why, and how, so that we can see what needs to change within us in order to maintain our righteousness, which is his morals, ethics, values, and character. Ezekiel 3, 7-10 But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces, and thy forehead strong against their foreheads. As an adamant harder than flint, I have made thy forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I speak unto thee receive in thine heart, and hear with thine ears. So the word we're going to look at, the first one, is hearken, and that is Hebrew word, H8085, and it means to hear intelligently, implication of attention, obedience. It also means to consider, be content, and declare. The word hearken means to hear intelligently. Abba Yah is clear that he will not listen to us when we do not listen to him. Why should he, when we are disobedient, stubborn, and set out to do our own will in life? Jeremiah 33.3 states, Call to me, and I will answer you, and I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Are we actually calling on Abba Yah to show us the answers, or are we praying in vain so that we can choose our own way over his will, once a solution is presented to us by Abba Yah himself.
James 4, 3 states, You ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. Are your deeds done in love or out of spite, self-righteousness, pity, or anything else that is not of Abba Yah? If you are not doing things for others, including yourself, in love, then Abba Yah says in Micah 3, 4, Then they will cry to the Lord, but he will not hear them. He will even hide his face from them at that time, because they have been evil in their deeds. It is past time that when we pray to Abba Yah, that we are doing so in order for us to hear him, so that he will hear us. Second Chronicles 7.14 states, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Again, as I've been stating, what is going on in this world is not about the color of skin. It's not about wealth. It's not about who is better than anyone else. It all boils down to what is in our hearts and minds. For when our hearts and minds are negative, our actions are going to be negative because our actions reflect what we harbor in our hearts and minds and our thoughts. And when we harbor hate, we are not truly living and we are hindering other people. When we harbor discord and chaos and act in discord and chaos, we are not morally and ethically in a line with the word of God. We may think that destruction is his will because we want vengeance so bad. So if we act and think that the Lord God condones violence, we are wrong because he does not. And he clearly states that vengeance is mine. We have a lot to overcome in this world and overcoming our own minds and our thoughts is hard to do. That's why it's a process and it's an everyday battle. We battle every day against the principalities that rule this earth. But I for one can tell you, the more you do it, the more you can't see this earth for as it is now because you're so focused on trying to be the change and the light that Abba Yah wants you to be because that is his will and you're so busy being joyful and basking in the abundance that he is giving you because you have chosen to put on his morals ethics and values so all the chaos in this world isn't even touching you because God's got you 
and you're just trying to live and endure to the end because righteousness yields holiness and holiness yields eternal life. And therefore your soul will live on forever. And the Lord God is a Lord of his word. It never changes. It is so consistent that things are repetitive in every chapter of the Bible. And if you can have your ears to actually hear the revelations being spoken to you, you can see that the entire Bible is all about how to elevate your mind into the person you were meant to be. And as the distractions of this world start to melt away and you start to see things through a different perspective, through the perspective and eyes of the Most High, Abba Yah, your life changes because you're not seeing with your own eyes. You are seeing with His. And therefore, you may feel different compassion you may feel more empathy. You may feel happier. You should feel happier. You should feel all of that. And you should feel comfort and joy knowing that you are in alignment with the Word of God. The next word that we're going to look at is impudent. And I don't think I'm pronouncing that properly, so I apologize. But it is a word that is repetitive in this um, sermon. So it's vital that we look at it. And imprudent is Hebrew word H2389. And it means, in a bad sense, hard, bold, or violent. So imprudent by Merriam-Webster means marked by contemptuous or cocky boldness or disregard of others. And it also means to lack modesty. Well, I didn't know what contemptuous meant, so I looked that up for us. And contemptuous means manifesting feeling or expressing deep hatred or disapproval feeling or showing contempt. So when we read back in Ezekiel 3 verse 7, and it says, But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent. I-M-P-U-D-E-N-T is how you spell that if you're taking notes. And it means hard, violent, cocky, bold, having no respect for other people, and expressing hate, and manifesting that hate and that feeling. So if we're being hard, bold, and violent, the Lord God's not going to listen to us when we pray. If we're out here rioting, especially in the United States, and say again that the Lord God told me to go do that, you have to really think 
and discern the spirit that's speaking because the Lord God will not have you do that. He's not going to have you destroy the towns. He's not going to have his children partake in chaos and destruction. Not in these times, not whenever he says the wicked will do all that. The disobedient will do all that. And that's what they're doing. Because as you'll see, they're still double-minded. When you're like-minded with the Lord God Almighty, you don't do violence. So after reading the definition of contemptuous, the questions that should arise, what are we feeling when we pray? How are our hearts really? Is our heart full of cockiness? Is it full of deep hatred towards anybody? And is there heavy disapproval of how our lives are? And is this reflecting back on how we interact and treat people? One of my struggles is I thought my life was going to be completely different because what I wanted the most was to work in the field of psychology and be at a hospital and start climbing a chain. But the Lord God's will for my life is completely different because I never in my entire youth thought I would be a minister. I never in my entire 20s thought that I would know what I know now. And I do get to use my psychology. And I do get to reach out to people and help teach them. Because that's what I'm doing now. I have a podcast that is the Lord's. He works through me. So I can't say that I have it. He has a podcast that he uses me for. He built a website with my fingers. He took me to Psalm 144. And I want to do that for you too. So give me just a minute while I type that. And with this revelation, it became apparent to me even more of what my calling is and how important it is. Again, we as the body of the Lord God Almighty all have roles to play. He told us all to go be the lights of the world. And all of us have different functions. The opening line of David's Psalm of 144 is, Blessed be the Lord, my rock. The Lord God has always been my rock, even when I didn't want him to be. He has always been there for me. But whenever he told me to read this last week, because I was struggling with wanting to know if I'm doing right, wanting to know if I'm in alignment with his will, he, he showed me this verse. 
So Psalm 144 verses 1 through 2 states, Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and the one in whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. Now, all I needed was verse 1, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. The most important Bible verse that he has ever given to me is Ephesians 6.12, which states, For we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and evil spirits and rulers of high places. When he put that into perspective for me, and I could see the world the way it is through that verse, verse 144 made more sense to me last week, because in battle... My fingers are typing these words for you so that you know what the battle is. It is a war. It is a battle over your mind. Your mind controls your heart. Your mind controls your actions. Your mind knows when you're in love with someone and your heart then feels it. If your heart is feeling it first and then your mind is questioning the motives, that's probably not a good person for you to be with. The mind tells us how to act and behave. The mind second guesses our choices, our decisions. It is a battle over your mind. We're going to keep going. Hard-hearted is Hebrew word H7186, and it means curlish, cruel, grievous, impudent, again, obstinate, prevailed. So I did not know what the word curlish meant, but we will learn today, and it means marked By a lack of civility or graciousness. Being difficult to work with or deal with. The word, root word of curlish is curl. And again, this word is spelled C-H-U-R-L and then I-S-H for curlish or C-H-U-R-L for curl. And it's important for you to look these words up. It means a rude, ill-bred person. A stingy, morose person. So, Abiyah, the Lord God Almighty, does not work with rude, ill-bred, stingy people. Why do you think? He says, I will not listen to you if you have a hardened heart. I will not listen to you if your behavior is not adequate and righteous. I will not listen to you. I will cast you out. I will cut you off of my tree of life. I will cut you out. And in the second resurrection, whenever your name's not found in the book of life, you will be no more. 
That is what he says. Immortality comes when you put on his characters, morals, ethics, and values, and you treat people the way God has intended for all of us to be treated. The word for forehead means H4696, and is from an unused root word meaning to be clear or conspicuous. Here's a or impudent. So it's not the forehead, it's not that skin that you know can be shiny and full of zits if you're an adolescent. It's not that skin above your eyebrows and between your hairline. It's not that. What it is is obvious to the eye or mind. That's what conspicuous means. Conspicuous means obvious to the eye or mind. So, again, our minds matter. I don't know why the Hebrews didn't say your mind in any of the Bible. I don't know why but I do know why, because the Lord God said he speaks in parables so that those who have wisdom can hear and those who are in disobedience can continue in their folly because he has given them opportunity and they don't take it. Again, I want you to reflect on how many times the Lord God Almighty has pulled you out of situations that you yourself did not know how you got out of. And then, instead of praising Him, you go and do the same thing again. Or, you know, maybe later on down the road you realize, oh my God, it was the grace of God who saved me. I'm guilty of that. I already know several instances where I know his hand kept me from destruction. Those are loud and clear in my head. Did I always give him his props and praise? No, I didn't because my mind did not understand because it was not obvious to me at that time. Because I was still in a state of rebellion. So if you are in a state of rebellion, or if you know someone who is in a state of rebellion, drop the seeds. Send them this podcast. Send them to the lionstares.com website so that they can listen or read sermons. Because sometimes reading things computes more than hearing things. Just like with myself, I have to write things down. I like to type. I love typing. But the best way for me to commit something to memory is to write it out. The art of writing has become dead. So that's something we can revive, whether individually or in a group. Writing and journaling helps commit things to memory because it's muscle movement that you're establishing when you write. So if you're having a hard time and you're still double-minded, chances are you may need to change your strategy to make things stick within your mind. Because it's a battle for your mind, people. 
The word adamant is Hebrew word H8068. And guess what that means? In the original sense of pricking a thorn. Also, from its keenness or scratching, could be a diamond. Merriam-Webster defines adamant as unshakable or insistent, especially in maintaining a position or opinion. Insist by Merriam-Webster means to be emphatic, firm, or resolute about something intended, demanded, or required. When Abaya makes you inconsistent or adamant about doing things our own way and not his, it's because we are being disobedient. We cannot continue to be double-minded. We cannot continue to say, Abaya, do your will, and then not yield to it. The Lord God Almighty is adamant about his morals, ethics, values, character, and his word. His word never changes. He is consistent. He maintains a position on what happens when we are disobedient or when we are in alignment according to his will. This alignment occurs again in our hearts, minds, and actions. The word rebellious means Hebrew word H4805, bitterness. And if you have not listened to the podcast on letting go of bitterness and running with forgiveness, you need to. There's a three-part series on the Lion's Tears website that breaks it down. Bitterness comes from not being forgiven or forgiving others. And if you have people who you wish to have an apology from, you need to forgive them for not apologizing to you and move on. The longer you harbor bitterness, the deeper the root grows. And Abba Yah cannot fully dwell within you with a root of bitterness because it makes you rebellious. The word heart is Hebrew word H3824. And it is also used like H3820. So we're going to look at H3820. It means for the feelings, the will, and even the intellect. Likewise, for the center of anything. Care for comfortability, consistent considering so the heart is just not your organ because it also means to be wise Hebrews 4.12 states for the word of God is alive and powerful it is sharper than the sharpest two edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires what are your thoughts and desires? The Lord God Almighty, Abba Yah, He knows them all, and He exposes them all. There is nothing you cannot hide from Him. So what is keeping you from changing your ways and putting on righteousness? That's a simple question. For we now know that our heart 
literally means our intellect. The mind is so important. And when it's not in alignment with the word of God, you're double-minded and you're rebellious. Please get your mind together. The word for hear is the same as the word for hearken, which we read. It's H8085, and it means to understand intelligently. Merriam-Webster defines intelligently as having or indicating a high or satisfactory degree of intelligence or mental capacity, revealing or reflecting good judgment or sound thought. Very important, I'm telling you. Ears means, Hebrew word, H241, broadness. It's not just, again, the appendages hanging off the side of your head. Because the biblical outline of usage of Hebrew word H241 can be used as a subject in a sentence. To undercover or to uncover the ear to reveal the receiver of divine revelation. So use subjectively, not as a subject, but I guess yeah, that's the same. So subjectively, the ear means to uncover the ear to reveal. The receiver of divine revelation. Are you able to receive divine revelation? Can you hear Abba Yah reveal his will for you? His will, plain and obvious. Is it plain and obvious to you? There was a word for ear in this Hebrew definition. Broadness. Merriam-Webster defines broadness as it pertains to ears, relating to the main or essential points, broad outlines, something plain and obvious. The Lord God Almighty El Elyon tells us that unless we change our hearts and minds to be His reflection, we will never fully reach our true purpose in life. Working non-stop to pay bills on time or on things that you are struggling to own, such as a over-expensive house or a car that you absolutely did not need but wanted because it looked good, or whatever you can fill in the blank with. And if you're struggling, that's not Abba Yah's will for your life. Because he promised abundance, growth, and prosperity. But he requires his morals, values, and ethics, which allow you to hear him. Or, depending on whether or not you are abiding in his word, he can choose to ignore you and keep on helping those who really want to change their lives and be better people. So again, my question is, 
why would you not want to become a better person and put on the morals, values, and ethics of the Lord God Almighty? It should be simple, cut, and dry. Everybody should want to treat everyone else better as a person, as a human being, because we are all one race. We are the human race. And oppression will not end until we turn back to the true word of the Lord God Almighty. Liberation begins when self-oppression, oppression of others, hate, greed, and envy end. How can we end all of that? When we end it within ourselves first, when we teach it to our family second, and when we take our light into this world and we help transform politics, the community, one person at a time. For when we help plant the seed and lead someone to the Lord God Almighty and He saves their souls, we just performed a miracle. And the Lord God's miracles are amazing. And there are no words for that. And that is my hope for all of you. And I want to say thank you to those listening in the Philippines, India, of course, France, Germany, the United Kingdom, the United States, Australia, and Ireland. Our podcast is growing because of you guys and the true word of God is hitting nations and whenever the Lord God showed me Psalm 144 he showed me how important I am to him even when I feel that I'm not important at all And I did start seeing a new man who told me last night that I should be proud of my podcast or the Lord God's podcast, I should say, that he is doing through me. Sometimes I'm afraid to feel proud. Sometimes I'm afraid to feel that joy that others may feel because it's not about me it's about Abba Yah it's about Him and so if I start to feel proud I don't want to become too wise in my own eyes I don't want to take His revelations and His knowledge for granted But at the same time, I do want to bask in his glory because never have I ever imagined that my voice would go across the world. And it's not my voice, but his voice using mine. And that's just marvelous in itself. So I want, again, to thank everybody who listens, and as always, it's never goodbye.
but I'll see you later.